0: welcome back to the discount property investor podcast your host david dodge and mike slain today hey guys today we're talking about uh i guess a lot of different things uh so one of those things you can see we're kind of in a new studio if you're watching the video uh we're very excited because we moved offices uh we're in the same building but we moved up a flight uh just uh just because our lease was up and another one was available and we were downsizing a little bit. One of the companies we we're working with uh, was in our suite before, has moved out. So we didn't need as much space. So we moved offices and that takes up a ton of time. So what we're chatting about, or what we wanted to chat about was uh, working on the business and working in the business. Kind of like Dave here just keeps working on the podcast instead of in the podcast. That's right. He's working on I'm zooming in, guys, zooming on in today. on zooming out. He's not working <laughs> in the podcast with me. He's working on the podcast. That's right. So, again, that's again, that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Um, what we've got going on, you're going to see some different sets from us. If you watch the videos or watch our podcast, because we have changed our recording setup. Uh, again, hopefully we don't mess up any of the audio quality as we do all this, but we are. Again, just moving offices and and you're going to see some new sets from us. So that's what we're going to talk about, um, Dave. I think this has probably been one of the most stressful weeks in my real estate investing career in uh, the last, years. The last month has been tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, I was saying last week, but yeah, it's definitely been uh, a long. I mean, even, yeah, since, since January. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what, what do we have going on that's been so tough? So
1: We have a couple things. We have one of the biggest deals that we have ever done, um, closing this Friday. And we've been working on that for like three months, give or take. We moved offices, which is really only probably half done at this point. Yeah, we're halfway. Uh, luckily for us, we're only moving up one flight of stairs, which and there is an elevator, thank God. Uh, So we're in the same building, we're not moving across town um, or even having to get a truck really. It's just a lot of carrying stuff upstairs. Um, On top of that, we bought out one of our business partners. He still partnered with us on some aspects of the business, uh, but um, Mike and I are now gonna be building our own rental portfolio, um, just the two of us, which will be great. Mm -hmm. So we'll have a a bigger piece of that pie. Uh, So we've been working on buying him out. Man, over the last, if we were to take it back just a little farther, Mike, we paid off a bunch of bad debt that mm. we had built up, you know, getting ourselves up to 75, 77 different, different properties. We had over a hundred doors at one point and uh, we're gonna get right back there. I'm confident of that, uh, but there is a learning process to using the burr method. And when we first started using the burr method, we were leaving, you know, Sometimes fifteen or twenty thousand dollars on the table, uh, before we you know had the experience, the expertise,
0: and the relationships built with the kind of with the bankers. Kind of. We so Dave. I mean, we had a bunch that we left some money in, but we got a bunch of money back. So it averaged out. We were really only leaving about a thousand per door. That's true. When you average the properties. out properties, uh, right. the bad debt was from again. It's just a lot of things. I mean, again, it's really easy to. Uh, to pay yourselves plenty when you get the big wholesales and not reinvest it. And again, we just had bad debt. I mean, it happens, guys. It's kind of like uh, anybody with credit card debt. How'd you get there? I don't know. We just we just spent the money. <laughs> I, mean, right. I don't know. We're just not paying attention. So marketing, yeah, and, yeah, 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 lots learned. of stuff. But we paid it off, which is good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again,
1: that's another thing that we've been really working on. Um, I think a lot of the stress that we've been facing is when you're doing these larger deals, um, you can't. Just assume things are gonna go as planned. You have to do have a contingency plan mm-hmm. into place. So we've been running around, you know, getting our own financing to take the deal down. Um, and we plan to sell it within, well, probably, you know, fifty percent of the deal is the same day, which would be great. But we may have to hold part of this deal for up to two weeks. You know, hopefully not that long. Hopefully just a couple days. But it could be, you know, two, maybe even three weeks. Um, so we went. We had to go out and had to work with you know lenders, hard money, private money, and kind of a mix of all of it to be able to buy this entire deal
0: to do it. So it gets even more complicated though, because when you're buying mm. all these properties, so again, it's about five million dollars. Let's just call it five million, and we got about fifty percent of it. We know is accounted for and gonna fund and close and double close and all that. Uh, but we've got half of it that we're not confident in the. Uh, buyers, so we have to fund about fifty percent of it. Well, you can't just go and borrow again. We don't have two and a half million sitting around. Again, if we did, we'd want to borrow it anyways. So you can't just borrow money. You can't just borrow two million dollars and be like, "Don't worry, these houses are solid." What a lender wants to see is, okay, well, how much are they really worth? And You know what? Turns out you're going to need insurance on those because if I fund these and then a week later or a day later. Hour later. There's a hurricane, an earthquake. Tropical. Tornado. Tornado. Exactly. (laughs) Shark. What's the shark? A sharknado comes out of nowhere. And these properties. Again, who knows? Earthquake, fire. It does not matter. The point is you need liability coverage at the minimum. Uh, on these assets, somebody goes and slips and falls and sues you, again, yeah. during that, that 24-hour period that you hold them. So again, we have to have liability insurance. So that's a whole nother can of worms. Even though we have a great insurance broker that we work with, they can't just turn out 40, 50 policies for $2.5 mm-hmm. $2. million in 24 hours. And this is a little bit outside our normal area. So these properties don't fit the mold of what we've been buying in the past. So there's all sorts of things that go on with that.
1: Yeah, and we're buying them in the winter. I mean, today's the 22nd, 24th of February. The deal should close on the 26th, so that's uh, two days from now. But we are in February, right? So, you know, in the event that the deal doesn't uh, close the second part right away, we're gonna have to then go out and get utilities turned on in our name and incur more, you know, expenses and stuff. So, you know, the the cool thing, though, is, is that we're basically buying About 100 houses in one transaction, which is what we've been doing for the last, you know, call it two and a half, three years um, over the whole year, right? We've been roughly buying about, give or take, 90 ish houses a year over the last three years. And now we're we're doing this in one single transaction. So that is the cool thing. But just because it's one transaction and not 90 transactions, you still have just as many moving parts. So, Oh man, it's if been not, a lot of work. If not more, and it's the
0: reward all, should be pretty good too. And it's all on one day, which makes it again. Yeah. It's just so much more stress. It just reminds me of when uh, I was a new wholesaler. I mean, Dave, I imagine you have the same thing. It's it's very stressful. It's like, oh man, what if the buyer doesn't close? Oh man, what if this? What if that? Like, there's so much stress involved, and you've committed so. M- I, again, it just it really raises the stakes. It's one of those things where I think we say it a lot is you've got to get out of your comfort zone like you have to live in that out of your comfort zone area yeah and this is it for us this is like it. this is it for me i i'm not comfortable with this dollar amount uh taking it down on my own um but again it's you know it, it, it is going to be profitable for us so yeah it's, yeah well, uh, we'll have
1: it hopefully close this week the end of this week and then again within you know one to two more we'll have the entire thing uh sold off so Essentially, we're wholesaling. That's the coolest part. Even though we're having to, excuse me, buy and hold for a couple of days or weeks, a part of this package, uh, we're still wholesaling it. Now, this isn't one of those type of wholesales where, you know, it's none of your own money. We are putting some of our money up to secure the transaction. Um, but essentially, though, you know, we don't have any exit. Um, we we don't have the the goal of our exit being to rent them or to flip them, you know, via,
0: via fixing them up. Now yeah. we, we can, that's, contingent, that's a contingency plan. It's a contingency. Again, plan. if the that's buyer right. ends up not closing on the second half of it, uh, that is a possibility. And again, we're looking to buy. So, you know, again, it's Illinois, so we're not really that excited about buying and holding there, but we'll do it. I mean, a hundred percent we'll do it. You know, I mean, uh, I, honestly that would be it'd be great i mean we would mark our acquisitions off for the year then at that point
1: yeah yeah so there's really houses. yeah even if that were to happen it's not this is not going to be the end of the world but the goal right would be to buy and sell and pay all of our lenders back and cancel all the insurance policies that we needed to get in place for you know one to two weeks uh pay out all the commissions and everything else and walk away with uh over six figures of, of profit, so that's kind of the goal, and you know once we get this done and uh, we'll it's behind th- us, well, yeah, we'll give out all the details, all the details and all for the sure. uh, go through all the steps and make a ton of case studies on it, because it'll definitely be a good learning experience and lots of gold nuggets in there. Man, we learned. Me. I learned
0: a lot. I, I mean, learned a ton on this deal. Yeah, it's very very interesting. So that's really working in our business, um, and again, I I think that it. Um, has occupied quite a bit of our brain power, our time. Uh, collectively, we've both been in on it. Even our, our uh, partner that we bought out uh, has been involved in that one because this was a deal that you know we started uh, back when he was uh, in, the, in the business. So he's very, very involved in it as well and get a profit from it. So it's been, yeah, it's been very good. But it, it has taken a lot of mental energy, it's just this one deal, even though it is such a big one. Uh, and like I said, on top of that, we're moving. Uh, <laughs> on top of that, what else, man? Best, there's
1: no, no, there's never a good time yeah, to
0: move, the, right? It just isn't. So, and what was it? Uh, I think Mike Z was saying, moving your business, it accounts for approximately uh, two weeks of downtime. Like, or the equivalent of it, or I don't remember what it was. It was like uh, 80 hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe it. I mean, we've got, I mean, how many different LLCs that we're going to come in and have to change mailing addresses on with, uh, the city, the state, the state, uh, then every property we own, we need to send the recorder information, say, Hey, we've moved, uh, every tax records. for tax records, all of our bank accounts. We have to change Mm -hmm. our brokerage. We have to notify the, all uh, of the utilities
1: that we would have in our name. And sometimes we're forced to yeah, yep, definitely with trash and water on multis.
0: I mean, there's so um, many things that yeah that just go into moving, and we're just moving up one flight of stairs. Right, it's crazy. The Good news is is that we can monitor what comes downstairs
1: for. A yeah, weeks. we'll set a mailbox out there, and yeah, yeah. hopefully the mail. But lady it's yeah, bring it up. taking two full weeks or you know roughly eighty hours is not a not you know an exaggeration. It's going to take every bit of that to move out all over um but the move was good i mean we basically cut our rent in half we had a lot of extra space that we really didn't need you know and and with us being in the age of covid i hate saying that but it's kind of the, Ugh, trace, man. Man. We're in the age of the age of uh coronavirus uh, a lot of people are downsizing completely um and just doing everything virtual but when you're running um, a business like we are that has a lot of moving parts, we're constantly buying rentals, You know, we're rehabbing properties, we're working with bankers, um, we're wholesaling, we're doing tons of marketing. Um, you gotta just have a place to meet and to have your guys come get their paychecks from. Of I course think a it's a place to record.
0: I think it's and also a personal preference, too. Like, yeah, I don't hey, like working c- from my house. We could operate entirely remote. We like, could. We absolutely could. I would not prefer that. Yeah, though. again, I think that it's it's one of those things where I, I don't want to. Like, I like having a physical location to come to. It's it's easier to separate work and home, uh, which, again, I think a lot of people struggle with in the age of COVID. And even prior to that, the telecommuting, Um, you know, the the evolution to people working from home uh it definitely interferes with your home life when you have that workstation set up that has all full full office capabilities totally so free. it's not
1: uh I'm just playing with my camera
0: here don't worry about me yeah which camera are we on are we on the right yeah one? we're on the right one all right just testing some different stuff yeah so it's just very very interesting i'm i'm very happy that we have the office space I'm I'm excited because we're kind of getting a lot of new stuff too, uh, making it you know more uh, uniform, just kind of more what we wanted. Uh, Everybody's got the same sit stand desk now. Uh, Everybody's got. uh, You know,
1: one of the good things about moving, which there's not very many, (laughs) but one of the good things that I that I'm looking forward to is the you know it kind of forces you to go through all all the stuff you have, and really decide you know is this going to help me in my business is this going to help me you know get in front of more sellers is this going to help me stay more organized or is this just trash like should I just purge all of this stuff you know humans love to acquire stuff that's why the storage space is such a great thriving space that Mike and I are trying to get into right but we'd love to buy some storage units Um, people love their stuff so this is a great opportunity for us as we're moving to kind of you know look at everything and and just really you know say hey is this something I'm gonna use is it gonna help me is it gonna value me is it gonna benefit me or is it just gonna be another trinket that I'm gonna have to clean and dust and worry about you know so our goal with moving you know upstairs was you know let's try to get rid of like half if not two thirds of just all this stuff because you know what's funny the office we had downstairs we we were there for five years. Yeah, Four four and a half, call it five. We were there for five years. So, you know, you just acquire stuff. And when you come back from a property, you may have grabbed something or maybe you have this thing or widget or just lots of stuff. So the ability to just go through and just, you know, kind of say, Hey, I don't need most of this. Let's either donate it or throw it, toss it, whatever.
0: Yeah. I love that, man. I, um, I am very not attached to things like so much so that um, I, I'm fine getting rid of most things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not saying I'm above it. I 100% like when something is useful, I have a very tough time getting rid of it. Right. So I just bought us a couple new office chairs. Well, I just brought the old one up. Why? I don't know. It still works. You know, like I, I'm not ready to, to get rid of it per se, but um where am I going with that, Dave? I don't know. I, I, what I was going to say is, all your stuff is trash, and I can throw it away in a heartbeat. <laughs> that was basically what I was getting at. Is that uh, it's That's easier right. to throw someone else's stuff away? And I was going to talk about my wife, and she has a lot of stuff, and yeah, it's just other people's stuff. Very easy to get rid of. It is very easy to get rid of other people's stuff. It is. So, it is.
1: But you know, one of the things that I think one of the lessons that we could you know give all the listeners and the viewers is Mike and I have. Been in business together for you know about five years, and we've had great success. One of the things that um, that we and this is something that we've done several times is we have gone down the rabbit hole of you know doing this or learning that, and we've we've stopped our marketing. Now we haven't done this probably for at least a year, maybe a year and a half. We've been doing is, pretty good, which yeah. is great, right? Um, but if you get you know, consumed in one big deal, or you have to move your office, or something in your life happens, right? Um, You know, to where you don't have as much time. Don't forget the number one thing that everybody in our shoes, you know, no matter if you're a wholesaler, if you're a fix and flipper, if you're a landlord, uh, whatever, right, is you have to keep that marketing going do not let that ball hit the ground, right? Keep it going. Keep juggling that ball by all means because if you don't have leads, you don't really have anything, right? This business consists of leads. That's really what it all comes down to. And, you know, people often say, well, you know, there's always gonna be houses for sale. Well, that's 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 so true. But finding the motivated sellers, that's the hard part, right? So keep that marketing going. If you're also going through, you know, something with COVID related or uh, you're moving or you're again consumed on some big project, don't forget, make the time in the week. And it could, you know, it may only take an hour or two, but make the time, make it a priority to keep your marketing going out the door. And some people that may be as simple as just writing a check to pay for the billboard or the radio or the direct mail you know it could it could be writing a check to your to your virtual assistants so they can help you it may be allocating you know 10 15 maybe 20 hours a week so you can do these activities like the cold calling or the cold texting or the driving for dollars but the most important thing guys to take away from this episode is you know life is going to throw curveballs at you you're going to get busy sometimes it's important to work on the business, right? But do not stop working in the business because when you do and you realize that you don't have any leads and you're getting ready to sell your, your two rehabs or whatever you're doing, you know you may be behind the curve. You may have to wait another month before enough leads come in that, that equate to a deal. So don't stop your marketing, that is the lesson. Yeah, it's good. man. I think that's
0: that's very important and it's tough. Uh, It really is tough. I mean, again, we struggle with it. It is uh, balancing that working on the business and working in the business. So make sure you, uh, again, get a consistent plan to make sure you get marketing out the door. I mean, whatever it takes for you to put that as priority number one, do it, do it. I mean, uh, I think that Dave and I, uh, we've, we've uh, had calendars, we've had, different things. And I'm not really even sure why, uh, but we have. I mean, Dave, you've been really, really consistent for the last year. I don't know what's changed, but we're really crushing it. And uh, I would say good job, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm mean, i really, really happy. You know, I just,
1: I'm really just focused on doing marketing every single day. Mm-hmm. Even if that means that I can only, you know, get 20 minutes of it done today. Um, I just try to make that my number one priority when I walk in the doors. you know, what kind of marketing can we get out the door? Um, and then from there, it's what new leads have come in that we can look at, and then from there, it's what follow-ups do we need to make, um, so we can continue buying deals. Now, when I say follow-ups, it's not just following up with um, the seller that you called once or twice that's that you can't get a hold of. It's 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 following up with everything. Follow-up is such a broad statement, right? So, I want you to follow up with that person that you can't get a hold of. Absolutely follow up with them follow up with the contracts and the offers that you've sent recently. Did they get them? Have they reviewed them? Do they have any questions? You know, where do we go from here? Follow up with your best buyers on your buyers list. Constantly, you know, follow up with them. Ask them what they're looking for. You know what is the easiest way to wholesale a deal is to have a buyer already lined up before you even find the deal because now you can, you can zero in your marketing to what they want. If they're only looking for four families in this one zip code, that's so incredibly easy to just start marketing to those sellers now, right? So follow up with your buyers list, continuously follow up with the title companies, especially if you have deals that are closing soon. You know, Do they have all of your operating agreement and LLC docs? Do they need anything from the seller? Are they able to get a hold of the seller? Are they able to get a hold of the buyer? Step in and help them, right? So follow up is really just kind of keeping your your hand on the pulse of the business, right? And making sure that that people know that you A, buy houses and B, that you can close. So the follow-up part is the most, you know, it's probably the most time consuming part of the process, but it's it's impossible to follow up with sellers if you don't already have the leads. And that's where the marketing comes in, guys. So lesson today is find some time every single day, even if it's 10 or 20 minutes, to do some marketing or review the marketing that your team or anybody that you may have hired is doing for you. And it's Dave, that it's
0: almost like we should have wrote a book on this. We did, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) we did. So it's kind of the three pillars is what I'm talking about. Yeah, it really is. Guys, check out the uh, discountpropertyinvestor.com website. Uh, We are actually giving away that book for free still to this day. Uh, You can download a free copy of it, read it on there, uh, or you can check it out on Amazon. Again, a couple bucks will buy you that one. Uh, Very inexpensive. It's a very quick read, but it goes into what the most important things are in wholesaling, and uh yeah so check that one out but uh register on the website we got a ton of stuff on there as well in addition to the free book we've got free courses everything you need to get started in re- in uh, wholesaling real estate that's right discountpropertyinvestor.com check it out guys
1: don't forget keep the consistency in your marketing it's literally the number one thing that is important and um you know whenever we We know immediately when our consistency drops because our lead volume drops, and guess what else drops? The number of offers we're making, the number of contracts we get accepted, uh, the number of closed deals, I mean, it all trickles down. So marketing, 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 I cannot stress that enough. And uh, once we get our big deal closed, then we can relieve some of this stress off of our shoulders, guys, we're gonna come back. Can't wait. We're gonna do another episode and we are gonna talk all about the details of that deal and uh, talk about the multiple six-figure wholesale profit that we should, uh, should have done uh, later this week or early next. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Signing off. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience.